Hey, this is Marie-Catherine Gons. I am the CEO and co-founder of Business Development MKWE. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then go listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsov. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere we go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. It is now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and today, listeners, we have uh, a wonderful guest here. Her name is Marie-Catherine uh, Gonte, and uh, she is born uh, in Belgium, uh, where she grew up as the only child, and then had a very strong bond with her two cousins, because she was the only child, but then she had two cousins who she considers as her two brothers. Uh, they spent a lot of time together, but you know, uh, Marie has discovered a real passion for sports. Uh, she's played in high-level tennis competitions during most of her childhood and young adulthood. After starting uh, her education in psychology, she had this urgency to start living her life. So she started her career as a salesperson in the pharmaceutical industry, uh, where she enjoyed doing that. She graduated from her, the nutrition college, and then she opened up a health center. And her journey as a health coach, sports coach, started from that. She's helped a lot of uh, fabulous women lose weight and work towards their ideal body image alongside of a lot of athletes working towards their ultimate goals as well, to be world champions, European champions, and so forth. So she um, has spent time in focus, and she developed a coaching and other services to help people scale uh, one-on-one coaching. But she's also working now on some other fabulous business ideas as well. Marie, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dennis, for inviting me. I'm very pleased to spend this uh, next couple hour with you and helping to have another view on leadership. Yeah, excellent. Hey, um, so given a brief introduction about you, yes. can you tell us, our listeners a little bit more about you, what you do today um, and that, because it's really exciting about what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I will introduce me a little bit more. Uh, so for the moment, I have been changing like a leader should do. Success is depending on how you change on what's happening in the world. So since four months, I have created a company and we are really into helping the people against the COVID-19. So uh, Mm -hmm. we created a solution for the exit strategy here in Belgium to reopen the economy. So uh, we invented sanitation portal and uh, this is what we are trying to to get going with the government in Belgium and would get worldwide, uh, of course. 
And for the moment, we are not helping the people with personal uh, equipment in Europe, but we are very, um, we are delivering everybody in, uh, in the US, hospitals, governments. So it's really big. We have a lot uh, to do. And this is why your topic, tell us, Ali, uh, leadership is changing. That's why it's so important. You know, uh, when the, this crisis came upon us, we needed to change and we need to look up uh, in the right direction and everybody needed to go inside and look to find solutions, opportunities. And I was already in the past uh, last years, already a lot online. For me, it was not difficult to have uh, Zoom calls or presentations or, mm -hmm. you know, coaching online. Uh, the digital world was, was known for me. And mm -hmm. this was my strength because of this and also the John Maxwell team, I had a lot of good connections who could help me to be upfront now and leading and helping the people in the COVID-19. And I think where I stepped up is also uh, being able to bring, to come from an, a, a, not a darker place, but a place stepping up and showing people how to lead, how to move forward, how to try to get a grip on their life again, trying to help them get rid of the, the anxiety because everybody woke up to a world of uncertainty, anxiety, and and I immediately also, due to our coaching with our guru, eh, John Maxwell, he gave me a push and uh, I stepped up also and I said, okay, I will give here advice to people. And people responded very well on this. And I think this is the leadership that people need also like you i saw you evolving with your with the website with your podcasting those mm -hmm. are the things that people need people need to go like you say go to work uh, working out and listening to leaders like you me like that are stepping up and taking the people by the hand to give them new ideas yeah, great. So um, some good things being shared there by Marie, and she's talking about the fact that, you know, COVID-19, there's a lot of challenges, but there's also opportunities for people and um, working with people and helping them to look at things and get a little bit more of a grip on their life uh, once again, because they are going through a lot of anxiety. And so a lot of people are, are, are scared. There's that unfamiliar territory, the unknown, the ability to think, well, where are we going? What's going to happen? And it's very scary. So, yeah, Marie, good on you for doing that and, and working with people. So it's very good to hear that. Hey, tell me something. Um, if I was to ask you a question, which is, who is your favorite leader? Now, this leader can be somebody who's alive or from history. So who is your favorite leader and why? Well, my leader, favorite leader is still alive and it's John Maxwell. Um, I have been a follower and I became a leader uh, as a certified coach of him. Why? Because uh, he has so much value and he's teaching, educating and giving the good example. And I have been educated on a high level and sometimes it was difficult for me to uh, find the right kind of people with the same same kind of mindset, same values, especially in leadership, you know, everywhere in the world. I'm also a woman of faith. 
And in Europe, it's yeah, in parts of Europe, not everybody is a follower of faith, and it's difficult because John Maxwell has his values are high, and that's what I like. I appreciate, and sometimes you uh, encounter a lot of obstacles because of this in in structures with partners, with business partners, and that's the the learning process. But if yep. you Stick to it. It's, for me, it's important to know. He always says you don't have a business system, or uh, but you can learn it to the people. And for me, I I love John. I'm still happy he's uh, he's there to give him give us uh, coaching. And um, this is one of the biggest blo- uh, no stone in my personal development. Yeah, and, great. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love this man, and, and and I have one other person because you you can always do a personal development. But I also found a new person, DT uh, Fox, and he is really the vertical thinker. And because of this, because of his coaching in the beginning, I stepped up, and this is why I created also this uh, new company. And uh, it's uh, thinking in another way. Yeah, great. Yes. Yeah, great, yeah. great. Yeah. So for those uh, listeners who um, may have heard the name John Maxwell, so John C. Maxwell, he is an author and a speaker. Now, John's written over 80 books on leadership and team buildings and things like that. And so he is known as the number one leadership guru in the world and a great guy. And um, so I've been studying him over 30 years and Marie and I have been with him uh, one-on-one. We've met him and a uh, great guy several times. And, and so John has some great wisdom and teaching around leadership. Um, and Marie's just touched on on that as well. So that's your favorite, one of your favorite leaders. So that's great. I know for a lot of us, we have many favorite leaders, but that's one of them, which is which is great for you to share. So Marie, um, when we, the show here, the title is Leadership is Changing. That's the topic we're talking about today. And when we talk about leadership is changing, what, what does that mean for you? For me, leadership is changing. It's, it's how you can adapt in a situation, you know, and it's, you need to be very quickly to react on that. Like the COVID came up on us and the the leaders that are changing the world at that moment are leaders that have guts, that take risk, and they don't know where they can go, but they try to find opportunities. They need to look up to the sky and find the positive things, like you say, every time when there is a crisis, there are big opportunities as well. And and I know sometimes when you say it to the people in front of you or you teach or you try to help people, sometimes people are in such a dark place because they lost people. Uh, yeah. All the things, the, the economic uh, crisis, it's, it's very hard. And then you need to step up and really give them mm. peace, tools like the the leadership eight ways so it's it's important to be able to do that and and you need to be strong and confident at that moment to step up and be the person who is looking to the sun eh? and uh, even though you also have your anxieties but you know how to handle them you do your your at the back end you do like meditation or affirmations I mean, you know you have a system in place that can pick you up when you have uh, this anxiety and and that's what you can do to help people help change in this world and it's very important the the rapidity rapidity how you do it yeah yeah and that's great great um teachings that you're sharing with us or ideas because 
You're right. I mean, so many leaders need to be confident, and people and the and the people in their organisations and the communities and that need them to be confident and strong. And so, as you say, if they look up rather than looking down, because if you're looking down, you don't actually have confidence. If they're looking up, that's a great thing to do. And if they're strong, they can do it. I, I quite like what you're just sharing before about the um, handling the anxiety or being able to do that, but using some discipline to do that. And you mentioned meditation. Mm-hmm. What, what yes. are some things? Okay, so meditation, and it sounds like systems or processes or things yes. that people can put in place. Meditation is one of them that you just shared. What what else could there be that people can yes. put in place to help them handle anxiety and things like that? Well, I think in this period, and I saw it with athletes as well, you know, suddenly everything falls away. They don't have their... Their, their discipline and their hold, they have a team and they know what to do with when and, and everything falls away. So it gives uncertainty, anxiety. So I, I say to myself, you need to keep on doing it. I'm a very disciplined person. I always get up at the same time at five o'clock and during the COVID it was four o'clock because I was so pumped up with my olden opportunities that came up on me. But I need to say uh, meditation was something that I implemented the day that COVID started because I heard about meditation, you know, and it was, I don't have time for that. I'm a high energy person. So it was meditation. No, no, no. So, you know, and somebody said, (laughs) start doing it. And I start doing it three times a day, 20 minutes before you wake up, 20 minutes, you know, because when you wake up in the morning, the first thing is, oh, COVID, no work, this that you know all the impulses that are coming into your mind, you you are you get up and you are already anxiety. You have already anxiety. Quite anxious, yeah. So yes, you are anxious. So the first thing is, I wake up immediately. I do my twenty minutes of meditation. It's a special meditation. Uh, I wake up. I do my sports, and it brings you immediately on a higher, a uh, good energy. You know. And this is very important if you want to go through this kind of um, period that you are disciplined, that you distance yourself from negativity. It's okay. It's it's the crisis. It's once in a lifetime, so you need to watch the news, but you don't need to overload yourself with negativity. If you read it once in the evening eh, or uh, during lunchtime, it's enough. The, the uh, the 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 amount of deaths it's gonna you see you don't need to scare yeah. yourself more so instead of reading six hours the, the newspaper do positive things and that's the difference between going downwards or going upwards nice 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 the difference between going downwards or upwards I, I I'm gonna write that down the difference between downwards versus upwards. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I mean, Marie's just talking here about it, uh, listeners, where she's talking about some structure, uh, the discipline side of things, and sometimes that can fall away when we have an anxious scenario like the pandemic and so forth. And so being disciplined has really helped you through yeah. this as well. And so you've done the 20 minutes meditation in the morning because I think what I just heard you say is that a lot of people, we, we, we wake up, and sometimes people wake up to the news on the radio or things like that, and, and straight away it's just negative, right? And straight away they're going to be talking about all sorts of things. However, if 
you can wake up and do that 20-minute meditation, put some positive thoughts and positive thinking, or even just clearing your mind from things. But the next thing that you said was, I think, is very key as well, is exercise. Because if we can get out and exercise, and it doesn't have to be very long, right, I don't think. I mean, if people get out and exercise and help us get the blood... 20, yeah, 20 minutes, yeah. Get the blood flowing, get the thinking happening, uh, help everything uh, in the body wake up a bit. That'd be great. But the yeah. third thing you said was really, 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 I think, just like, wow. And that is distance yourself from negativity. So, team, distance yourself from negativity because uh, Marie's just said, and Marie, I've been working with some leaders, and, and one of them said to me he was obsessed with uh, well, watching on the news every day and day in and out and on the couch. He was really worried. And I don't know what to do. And I said to him, stop watching the news, man. And like you said, it's important to know what's going on. So watch it once. But don't just stay there all day listening to it all because it's not going to be good. But So distance yourself from negativity. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, so for you, you've talked about starting a new business here. So how has your business or industry changed and what demands has that put on you? Well, uh, I tell you, the last uh, three years, I was already working online, eh, uh, digital. And for me, this gave me a lot of opportunities why I started my new business. So this this was the change. So for me, the, the, the industry has changed. Yes, everybody comes more on digital. Eh? Everybody <laughs> is taking advantage of the social media and it, it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful. And yeah. I think now, uh, you know, I always have been, when something came up, I was there and I was the one who was going to try it. So now I see everything that I, I've done in three years. Uh, when I try to talk to people, you need to try to do this or this because, you know, like, like social media, you do a life. Eh? Uh, you op- it's like opening up the curtains of the world. Everybody can yes. watch you, you see. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, wow. So if you can have an automatic system uh, behind it, it's, it's amazing. And you, you, you can work from home and doing the same than when you're in a, a company. So those are the things that people now will realize from oh, what she did at that moment. Now we understand what it is. And I think yes. the, the, the world changed by, you know, I have like, like everybody was FaceTiming, everybody doing Zoom. Those are all things for the, some generations that have never been able to, to know how to do a Zoom, the links. And, and this is it's getting a new mindset for, uh, for all the people yeah. in the world. And I think it's good. We are, I think we are evolving. Everybody needs to take this as a lesson in a good way to evolve and, to learn new things and get also looking more insight and um, yes and, and, and changing with the world. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think Marie, you you sounds like you could be an early adopter. So you go and find things, and you tend to go out and try it and just give it a go. Is that what you're saying? You're an early adopter. Yes, I'm a I'm a pioneer in uh, a in, pioneer. In a pioneer. Yeah, very, I couldn't find the word. That's why. Uh, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you're right. Um, doing things like on social media, like the Facebook lives and the YouTube lives and things like that. And as yeah. you said, it opened the curtains up to the world. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, when I first did it, I uh, started you know, about four months ago and I did the first first week. I felt like I'm opening up to the world and they can see everything and I feel so vulnerable and so, whoa, this is totally different. Yeah. And people are saying to me, what are you talking about? You, you facilitate events, you speak there, you yeah. do this, you're very confident. Different guys, it's a totally different thing. It's uh, it's live right there and then with with people as well. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So so you've had to you've had to adapt uh, things as well. So it sounds like you're still doing that side of things and helping people out online, but yeah, also yeah. you're looking at other opportunities. So that's the key word I think Marie's been using throughout this interview, uh, listeners, is the word opportunity. Look yeah. for opportunities all the time, which I think is really quite interesting. And uh, can, can I say another thing? So like we were like always going online, doing the lives, giving advice. You know, people see you, even if they don't react, they come to you and by this you get other opportunities, you see. So it's very important to get out there and to, to speak up. And you see, at a, at a given moment, like one month ago, I, I, I needed to stop because all the things were became so big and opportunities. I took a step back, and now everything is evolving. So it's it's very really important to have the confidence and you know sharing your story. People need to hear that. Sometimes this one word can help a, pe- a person and and give a courage and a hope. Hope is very important in in this kind of uh, situation. Yeah, you're so right. I think that the uh, the the point, the fact that what you share can actually help people. It could be a word, it could be a story or an experience that you share that could be life changing for someone else. Yeah, um, and definitely. so, of course, we're talking more in a, in a positive sense, right? A more yeah. um, constructive way. But you're so right. I mean, that is so important. And I think Marie, a lot of leaders don't really understand the power of their the way they say things, the 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 tone, how and what they say, the words they use, and the way they come across, the way they show up has so so important because people know who Marie is, and if they see you online and they see you nervous, if they see you not in a good situation, so then it's not going to help them. Now, let's take the other the other side, right? We yeah. we need to be authentic as well. We need, still need to be us and we need to be authentic and need to be honest and um so we're not showing a side whereby you know we're not happy and then i mean we are humans right so we have to show everything but but then it's it's, as you say it's what's the opportunity in the situation right now and what can you do to help people out and turn things around yes absolutely hey if there was one thing you could change in business as a leader today what would that one thing be i would Encouraged to have more interaction between employers and the leaders. And it's important communication, 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 as especially in these difficult times. The relationships uh, be- between peoples are very, very important. And that's something, Denise, that I realized during this COVID, uh, when, I, when you're always online, I was a lot doing things by myself and during this COVID, because I stepped up and, and opened the curtains, like we said, eh, people come to me and I found that my communication became better, my my relationship uh, became better with people. I found people who it was nice to start talking. And yeah. sometimes, as a leader, you also have your anxiety and you can talk about it and it's genuine. It's not 
speak or uh, I always uh, use the Fugazi word, but it's important. And that's a lesson for me that sometimes I was too, too close and now mm. the world is opening up, even if the world is closing down in the real uh, world. But for me, it has been very important to, to communicate. And that's what I said. Reach out to people, do it. Maybe it gives you some insecurity in the beginning, but they have also their insecurity. And when you come together, it makes strength. And I think this is very important for, for the leaders to, to give that out that people, if you have a, a special kind of situation, reach out to people and don't be afraid to, to sit in, in a corner. You, you, the people are there to help you. You yeah. need to have the, the gentleness of the people. And that's why I realized that it opened up a new world for me uh, as well with the COVID. Yeah, Marie, I um, had uh, some colleagues I who, uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but in the in Australia today, this last week, uh, one part of it, one state, uh, Victoria, uh, where mm-hmm. Melbourne uh, as a city is going into lockdown, they're going into lockdown for another six weeks, and so it's very hard on them. And so I just reached out some to some colleagues, hey, how's it going, and mm-hmm. how are you, and how's the family, just just to check in, and 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 one of them in particular came back to me. Oh yeah, how can I help you? You know, is there something you need? I mean, no, I'm just just reaching out to see how you're going. Are you all okay? And 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 for them, you know, it's really really important. So they know that there are other people out there that do think about them, support them. But you know, for for us as as individuals as well as leaders, it it's not a big thing to do it. it I mean, it's not onerous on me. It's just uh, I, something I should do because I want to do it. But it also helps a lot of people too, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Being walking in the crowd with the people, reaching out. You know, I've never had so much contact with my neighbors. That's also something, you know, you 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 reach out, you help each other. Uh, there was even, yeah, it, it, it's nice. You need to be empathetic and try to help as much as, as you can. And sometimes people will say, oh, what does he need from me? Uh, no, it's just because we care for you. And I think this is maybe a message that the world needs to hear. Stop, you are, we are going too fast. We are destroying each other. And we need to come together and have another kind of awareness. Yep, absolutely. So let's uh, not destroy each other, team, listeners. Let's just take some time, step back, and actually be there. And I think that's the big thing here is that we saw as well in this part of the world for COVID and when we went for lockdown for about five weeks uh, on hard lockdown, the community, the people walking the neighbourhood, waving to each other, saying hello. At the end of a street, we call that a cul-de-sac, right? So you can't, Mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. like, yeah. And um, so you had people at the end of their driveways sitting in their seats because they couldn't go too close to each other when allowed to. And so they sat there in the evenings on a Friday night or a Saturday night having a drink, talking yeah. with each other from the neighbourhood. And it was it was wonderful to see. And, um, yeah, um, but, you know, once we started to come out of lockdown, that disappeared. And yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, right, yeah, it's, it's, it's really important. Hey, yeah, Marie, you, you've, you have a lot of friends and people who work for bosses and, you know, other organisations and things like that. What, what are they looking for? What are their expectations or what are they looking for from leaders today? I think, uh, I think it's important to have good communications, that a leader is there and that uh, the leader or the boss is among them, okay, and he's leading through knowledge and as a leader and not from position, 
I think it's important that every person feels a kind of connection with the leader instead of being in a company that is ruled by, you know, you have different kind of leaderships and uh, the positioning leader is, um, is the worst of all. And I think this is very important during this COVID-19. Maybe this is a message from trying to get other connections and communications relationships with, with the people, with uh, your employees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. I mean, I, I love it. So the communication team, and I think uh, Marie's talked about it a little bit earlier on in the, in the um, show, the interaction between employees and leaders is more important than ever. So communicate, communicate, communicate. And if you can do and that, that's what, patience, what people are. Yes. So two key words there, communicate, 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 patience, patience, patience. And uh, having that patience with each other is really, really important. Marie, if we were to ask you, you know, um, what makes a leader successful today in this fast-paced, ever-changing world, what, what makes them successful today? I think as a leader, we need to be transparent, like you say. Uh, uh, don't, you, don't put up a mask. Those are not the right leaders. I think the leaders that stepped up, those are the, the real leaders. Those who were pretending to, to be a leader but couldn't step up, those are not the people you need to follow. And then uh, you need to be, you have, you need to have the capacity to change, being very quickly in changing uh, to the situation. That's very important. So this means speed of implementation of the new ideas and, um, and also being able to turn a setback into a winning move, even if it's not clearly uh, obvious from the beginning. And then a leader also needs to see the big picture and he needs to see the opportunities, not only for him, but for the company and for his uh, employees. And he needs to be, like you say, the leader needs to be confident. And this is an internal work. He needs to be the one in front, calm, and leading the people in the right direction. And having tons and tons and tons of patience, empathy, and humility, especially in this kind of uh, world, uh, situation, we need to have people, leaders with yeah, softness in the heart as well, and then people of good faith. Wow, softness in the heart, of the heart, yeah, wow, and faith, yeah. So the big picture, cool, I like what you're saying there, is uh, to turn a set back around and, and get underway there, but the, the ability to have, the, well, the capacity to be able to change quickly and the speed of implementation of new ideas. So if you can turn around and quickly do that, but have the urgency, the speed to be able to go ahead and execute, implement on things, new ideas, that's going to be key. And listeners, the other thing too would be about the big picture, opportunities, confident, along with the softness of the heart, right? So having yeah. that empathy with people, humility as well. Because I think people want you to see a vulnerable leader, not because they want them to be vulnerable, but they want to see the human side of that person and that, that person shows that they do care and that they are to going through things as well as a leader. Hey, um, I'm going to get you to get your crystal ball out now. Think about the future, right? Um, and when I ask you that, uh, the question I've got here is, where do you see leadership being in the next five years? I hope that uh, the leadership we we will see in five years is that with everything that happened, we come to an, a leadership of empathy and uh, communication 
and that we will get back to events again because social media eh, like we are doing it's thank you that we have this but the human needs human contact social contact we need to see interaction touching uh, you mean uh, put a hand there and you know it's important so i hope that all these Uh, crisis will open up the, the minds of the people. I think this is very important. People go inside. We will create leaders that uh, lift up lift up people that are positive, uh, direct the people in the right direction, and that the world get more softer. And I think and I hope that what the, the, the world will need to open up again and that we still will be able to have meetings, eye contact, and it's important that the, the world doesn't get behind because they get scared. Because, you know, every time there is a, a big crisis, also with the attacks in, in, in New York, the world changed. Everything changed. So we will have some scars of this, big scars. So I, I hope we don't get anxiety of getting a social big event, uh, touching each other again. And I think, I hope we'll go to uh, this kind of leadership. Yep. Let's see where that's going to go, team. Uh, five years from now, Marie saying, let's see where it goes. Let's make sure that we've got a lot more social interaction going on, even though we're sort of in lockdown in some countries and even so more so in others. But it's important to stay in touch. And I think, Marie, what I use is a technology or a term that I've heard years, years ago, which is with high tech, we need more high touch. And so with us going more and more online, we need to be involved with people more and more as well. And so um, I think that's why tools that do have the video ability or capability is really important because it's not just the audio that we hear, but for some people, they need to see the other people as well. And yes. you know, even you get into some team meetings or client meetings and you get to know their lounge really well at the moment and their kids around as they're in lockdown at home, which is really interesting. Marie, hey, look um, – Thank you for being and joining us on today's show. If our listeners are wanting to get hold of you, where, where should they go? I would like to thank you, Denise, for inviting me. I enjoyed it very much, the podcast. And if people want to reach out to me, they can go to the social media. They keep in my name, Marie-Catherine Gonse, or my website is bdmkwv.com. Okay. Okay. So B, do you want to say it again? B D B D M K W V at dot com. Dot com. Yeah, no, that's good. Yes. All righty. Yes. Marie, thanks. Thank you very much for joining once again. And so what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they're being released. Uh, download them, listen to them, put a review and a rating. Hey, listeners, if there is a question you have for me or any feedback that you want to give me on the show, uh, feel free to email me. If you have a question for my guests, let me know. And uh, also, if you have a question that you want to ask me on my special freestyle episode every week called Ask Dennis, uh, then send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. By the way, uh, just check out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing. That is a new Facebook group that's out there, so feel free to 
go to that uh, group and join. Other than that, listeners, great to have you with us once again today. Have an awesome time and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 